back, everybody. To thanks for your concern. You are here with Bernie Say. And I'm Ella. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, my gosh. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Is it? Yeah. Oh, so, so, so. You know, you know how it'd be. How you live in. How am I living? Um, the seasonal depression is depressioning. I'm sure other people are feeling it too. Just like the sadness is creeping in in crevices that like you didn't know were there. But all of a sudden, like the cold weather, the darkness is like making you sit with all those like feelings and things that you just have not been dealing with. And it's like, oh, here we are. Um, yeah, so, like, generally, physically, like, I'm doing okay, <laughs> but, like, I just, literally, I just got home from, like, a date. Oh, and, fun. Um, <laughs> it was a good, the thing is, it was a good date, like, okay. it was solid, like, vibe with this man, like, he was cool, but then I was, like, on my little journey home, and I was, like, hmm, this is this feeling I'm feeling, you know what I mean? And you, we don't hide from our feelings anymore. So I was just like kind of trying to get to the bottom of it. And I was just like, I just don't feel like I have necessarily felt like I'm getting so real right now. This is like hot off the press. Um, I thought about not saying this, but I was like, you know what? Like, I'll just be a real girl for a second. I think I've just been like, not feeling like safe and like, with anybody in like over a year after like you know I just went through some shit and yeah it's just like something that I didn't date anybody for a really long time and then I started seeing people here and there just not like you know nothing serious but like I think it's just come to my attention that like I am constantly like questioning people's like intentions and just like assuming kind of like the worst from people and obviously like that doesn't mean like I'm in a place where I can accept love right (laughs) So, um, yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. It's interesting to have arrived here. It's also getting cold outside. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know, like it's realistic to want a little cuddle buddy. Like it just is. So it's, I'm just kind of stuck in that situation where I'm like, I know that like, obviously healing is a journey, but I just don't feel like I'm probably in the place to like date somebody right now. And it's a little sad that I'm still stuck in the trenches in some Mason. <laughs> Yeah, but we're we gonna be okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, recognizing it, could be it worse. I feel yeah. like if you can recognize it, then that means that you have all the tools necessary to like solve that. I think a lot of people could not come to that realization as quickly as you did, you know. <laughs> um, and some people need like professionals to tell them that, and even then, it, they don't really get it. So you're ahead of the curve. <laughs> That's the thumbs up version of it thumbs i've never down. not been self-aware yeah <laughs> yeah thumbs down is well now he knows now we have to do something about it if you want i guess so yeah i think you, you got this you know turns out i shouldn't keep pushing people away <laughs> maybe yeah maybe i don't know <laughs> maybe next year <laughs> 2024 thanks for 2024 i think it's hard to not bring old baggage when you're dealing with someone new because you do try to like learn your lesson the first time here right now but you do have to give people the benefit of the doubt to like some degree but then you have to balance that with knowing that people are shit and you have to look out for yourself it's a hard thing to balance i yeah. feel i struggle with it too 
it's hard out here on the street. So if anybody's like feeling the same or just going through it, just know like we're going through it together and it's okay if you're not totally okay right now. It's it's okay. We're going to figure it out. Snaps. We love that. I know. I know. How are you though? Oh, you know, I also had an existential crisis of sorts. Well, okay. So honestly, an activity that I did that I would like really encourage other people to do with my therapist was kind of doing like a time audit of how I spend my time. And so basically you just like pay attention to how you're using your time and like just, you know, like in your planner, like not just plan it, but like, okay, actually during from this time to this time, I did this from this time to this time I did this, right? Uh, yes. for all your hours and basically. So I come and look at it in whole and I realize, dang, girl, you you ain't got like no free time. There is no free time. Like I literally, I, I, I use every second of every day and then I have like two hours that I like chill out and watch TV before I like start going to bed and put my head on a pillow. And honestly, it made me like, so like honestly at first if before I did the time on it I think I I thought I had all this free time that I was wasting being unproductive or like feeling like I wasn't doing anything or whatever and then I realized oh I'm doing a lot I just don't give myself credit for it and I probably Mm -hmm. am looking at how I use my time probably how I used my time like a year ago when I probably wasn't being the best version of myself but like here and now babes I'm being productive I'm on the fucking ball um, and then it came, I like was like, oh my God, I really don't have no time. That is crazy. Like, I don't have any extra time. Yeah. And that leads to burnout. And so yeah. we, you have to start making choices and I don't really want to choose. And that's like where I'm at right now. So yeah. Yeah. You, you start have have to, to making hard choices. You have to start making tough choices. You got to delegate. I think like maybe that's the difference between on sometimes like being a leader and like branching out and outsourcing stuff that a lot of people, including myself, lack. Because I've had a lot of people reach out and be like, oh, I'd love to help in this and this and this. And I think like I've just been so used to doing things like my way and alone that I almost like don't allow people to like help me or take something over that's like I don't feel in control in. So that's also something I've I've noticed and I'm like, but now I'm like ready, ready to hand it off. I was like, you want to take it? You want to, you want to do it? Do it. I I mean, honestly, I just like don't want to like, I feel like if I was a multimillionaire, I would have no problem delegating to people. But like, I don't want to like exploit other people for their labor. So I feel like that's where I like have a hard time where I'm like, how I can't I can't afford to delegate right now. Well, yeah, there's but some like, stuff I can. I mean, yes and no, right? So sometimes it's like everything comes with a learning curve. Like the people that reach out to me is because I have more knowledge within like sewing or different things that they just haven't been exposed to so and that's really how you like learn by doing so at least if you're getting like something some enrichment out of a situation and you're okay with the terms then like I feel like that's fair have it has it become something that like you are personally not okay with if you're working for somebody and you're not like getting compensated correctly I feel like that's also up to you to just be like hey I would like to get paid for this situation and like see what somebody says you know the end of the day like people are willing to work and expose themselves to new situations because there's also limited opportunities out there. So it's all give and a take. Okay. Um, I'm hiring a uh, speech pathologist, a Thai, <laughs> a Thai tutor. <laughs> um, you can't get things back. 
<laughs> we trade here in this house. We have woke mentality, okay? Have you seen that TikTok of like this man that says like woke math or like I've been having trouble coming back into society? Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, so wokes are like basically in like the festival community, specifically in the rave community. Way back when, they're like people that don't shower and like Loki, <laughs> like do a lot of drugs. Mm -hmm. But now there's more, there's a little bit more of like a like a pop culture look, and they do shower. But it basically it's like um, <laughs> the modern day look. <laughs> modern day look showers. Okay, they wear shoes. Um, but basically it's like when you're at music festivals, some of them like the very niche like bass ones, like sometimes currency and like Burning Man too. Like cur currency is like things or like um like i don't know skills so you can trade like like a like a fibbit like i don't know like a finger puppet for like water i don't know you know just so it's yeah. like that that tiktok's basically saying like i went to get some screws and the man wanted me to give him money and i tried to give him like a crock and like a bar of soap and he like wouldn't trade me the screws anyways you should go watch it but um you no know, i feel that everybody wants money nowadays cash moolah we trade with skills with time with you know okay baby Close. well let me figure out how i can help others and then i can get people to help me but <laughs> yeah. um yeah anyways i would actually recommend that activity because i think there was a time in my life where i was spending like 30 and 40 hours on social media a week and that was crazy <sighs> now yeah. i don't i've very narrowed that time to like like less than six hours a week which is crazy but that really means that like I'm only using TikTok on the bus during my commute and I'm already fucking switching that I got a Kindle I'm so excited for my Kindle baby <sighs> I'm Portability. excited for your Kindle I'm excited that's for the newest Kindle. thing I got a library card finally oh you know? so that's great we're on the right track <laughs> Babes, you guys have a you have access to a great library out there. If you're ever not trying to think about something, what's better than a goddamn book? <laughs> Give me book recommendations. Honestly, I have too many serious books. If you have hee hee ha ha books, like yeah, books that are fun to read, just like just a fun read, send them my way. I don't need if if the book has like eight trauma warnings on it i don't <laughs> want it anymore okay it's just too much <laughs> we're focusing on joy <laughs> yes literally uh, well today our episode is about joy okay um we are talking about setups for the plot the setup for the plot being a mastermind orchestrator are you ready All right, y'all. I'm actually really excited about all the, like the story times that are going to get into this episode about being doing <laughs> things for the plot, being calculated, Do manipulative. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say that. Maybe a little bit. Sometimes you got to make your own fate. Okay, <laughs> you got to make things happen. I was actually my favorite song lately has been "Mastermind" by Taylor Swift. Some of you Swifties are fucking nuts, though, and, like, people have gone into a deep dive about how she, like, made, like how she manifested Travis Kelsey to a degree that is, makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> but 
she was like, <laughs> what if I told you none of this was on accident? And I was like, like, I'm the mastermind. I made this happen. So we're going to talk about that. I, I feel like this that. started off when I was young. And like, would you ever like try to orchestrate like a sleepover with your friends? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100 percent like not just when you're young you learn how like i'm so sorry i definitely manipulated my parents like (laughs) i i lied i cheated you know what i mean like all the offenses that you could think of to to do the things that i wanted to do and i learned from my sister because she she could not like shut the fuck up like you know what i mean she had an issue Mm -hmm. she wanted something she'd ask or like she'd fight for the issue. And I learned that if you just didn't do those things, life was easier. So yeah. sometimes you got to read the room. <laughs> you know, I definitely like, I'm probably the person that benefited the most out of my parents' divorce. Like I was really, mm-hmm. I was masterminding that situation quite a bit. Um, you know, downside, my parents didn't talk. Upside, I they didn't talk they didn't talk right (laughs) literally um the big ones like I can remember off the top of my head I was a bad kid honestly y'all I honestly I was a bad kid um not a bad kid I mean bad is a bad term but I lied a lot and I would just like tell my parents different things you know you would tell the one parent hey I'm gonna be at mom's house I told my other parent hey I'm gonna be at dad's house and then I was at fucking God Dick knows Tom, where. God knows yeah. where. I was at Dick Tom uh, and Harry's field. house. Okay. Yeah. Literally, yeah. I was in the field. I was on a hill. I was in a park. I was at a creek. I was at a bench. I was somewhere I wasn't supposed to be. But honestly, one of my favorite well, that worked literally every time. I I really did not get caught up for that. <laughs> but the one time I almost got caught up was we had just um a doozy of a day and a doozy of a night where someone's parent was not supposed to come home mm. until later the next day. Yeah. They came home at like 6 a.m. and we are all hung over and there's like eight of us in this basement who had just like drinking tequila <laughs> for the first time. It was not a good time. Smells like vomit. There's yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. Not a pretty scene. And my friend, <laughs> fucking friend panic was like you guys need to get out of here right now we have like 15 minutes to get out of here and i was like fuck like god damn it how am i gonna and i had to sneak into my house at 6 a.m after telling my mom i slept at my dad like it just didn't make sense i snuck in there with my friend and she wasn't there she was volunteering someone somewhere and so i just snuck into my room i slept and she was like look and my mom comes home and, you know, she was like, wow, you girls are up and at them already. That's good for you. Good for you on a Saturday to be up and active. I didn't expect your home till later, but good for you guys getting a jump on the day. And literally, I'm in shambles. And my friend is in shambles. And then she was like, since you guys are up, you guys can get started on today's activities, today's list of chores. And so at, we're hungover and we're doing chores at 8 a.m. But we didn't get in trouble. But that was like... I've been a mastermind for a while. I don't know. Maybe maybe Elizabeth knew that about that one. That's Elizabeth. Maybe she's thing. playing me. Maybe she played you. She knew. That was why she said get up. 
Um, yeah, I would orchestrate just like the biggest tell. The thing about the lying is that you got to remember your lies when you're young. So like, oh, yeah. I got, I had to get my story straight, like uh, three details only max. And then I write those pictures down mm. just in case, just in case with the date, just in case I was like, why did I do that? Tell one time I tell my parents, <laughs> I needed like an encyclopedia to keep track of what I said, because I don't want to slip. You know what I mean? Yep. Like if you're going to orchestrate some things, you got to think out the plan thoroughly. I think that's when people mess up. That's when the plan doesn't doesn't plan. I you also know? you also you have to commit and not ever say anything. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like for instance, when you see someone at a party that you knew they were gonna be at, that's why you're there, you can never give up I knew you were gonna be here. No, that just that no. That just messes the whole thing. You have to keep it quiet. You have to just pretend like it's a complete and total accident. And you have to take the fact that you orchestrated being there to the grave. You know, you may have had your homie. If your homie wanted to see their ex for some reason and you were in on the shenanigans, okay, because you're a good friend and you suddenly end up in that room and you have to act like you didn't just lead a full on search party, looked at three three people's instagram pictures uh stories from different perspectives to quadruplicate the location of where they're exactly at in which bar in which booth in which whatever where you have to be i don't know if i've ever actually i probably have done that i probably have done that i, I think i've done that also at raves <gasps> you know when i when i when the math started mathing, when i did this it was when i was putting two and two together about this man like catching him in a lie and i he 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 was being too sus about the details of a location at our show so then i looked at his post and then i looked at his ex's post and i was like that's the same angle how funny (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay so there's ways to find people (laughs) or you you find out like you, you find out who's there. You know, you get one person's snap picture and you see someone in the background and you know that that person has their snap locations on. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, you might not have your snap locations on, but what do but your little friends do? do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know we sound kind of nutty, but the thing is, it is what it is. Okay, one of my one of my work friends, she told me, she told me this. She was like, yeah, I just started dating this dude. But like, obviously, I've been like lied to before. So we did hold the stakeout the first time. Like we didn't go out together. And I passed by with binoculars. And she showed me the picture. Like they fully dressed up as like dudes. <laughs> Drove like in their friend's dad's truck. Binoculars. She was like, my dad wouldn't let me use his binoculars because he said I was being crazy. So we went and fought like and then I saw him pass by and he was walking with girls and I was literally like in shambles and you know apparently like the whole thing was fine at the end but she was and but you know as she was telling me this story I was like she was like I'd never do it again blah 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 I know it was a little crazy I just said honestly fair (laughs) fair 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 okay all right so I know somebody who basically like was in a long-term relationship and they knew that their man was cheating but they were they were playing the person was gaslighting them being like no i'm not cheating i'm not cheating well a little stakeout turned into she got caught by the other woman in the stakeout and there was a blow up and it was embarrassing but 
guess what? You prepare to either be caught or find some information, all right, that you might not want to know. Yeah, I think that you have to own up to that. I know that some people are like, because of how I found out the information, I like couldn't say my piece. Oof. I think I think I'd still say it. I think I'd say like fuck it, both of the wall. Like you drove me to this. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I think like if you're right, then like fair. If not, then you're the issue. You know what I mean? If you hold a mm. stake out and there's no like data that that you're you're proved wrong, you should probably sign up for therapy like right there and then. But like if it's real, then like you had an intuition and baby, like trust your gut. Yeah, I would like to say if I'm being a healthy girly, I would tell you if you feel like you need to stake out, you might just need to leave. Like, I don't know if you like, do you really like you might that would be the healthy thing that I would say, right? Is that if you have a if you feel like you need to go through the phone, if you feel like you need to follow them, maybe you should just leave. But crazy me is telling you, do it. I'm telling it it just comes from I think that we don't girls don't get enough credit for the shit sometimes we get put through okay some Mm -hmm. of us have been hurt before and it's like yeah did I act a little crazy did I accidentally push you away yeah but like you should know better because my my dating history those people were vile so like sorry I have to do what I gotta do and obviously you didn't do anything so like don't drift the accusing of like <laughs> it's just I'm just a girl <laughs> I will say also I am always down to help a friend but I would say one of the re- ways that a friend has really helped me to this day all right I'm sorry that you blocked me on Instagram and I'm pretty sure you blocked I think you went on your girl's phone and blocked me from her Instagram I have my friend's business account, okay? So it's not a burner account. That bitch is real. That's IRL, and but we're not associated on it, okay? You can't run from me. I will find you, all right? Like, don't post anything on social media you don't want me to see. And I will find it. Interesting. I'm interesting. just saying. I've, I've had an interesting phenomenon happen as of lately of girls blocked that have me blocked. And, like, I only know that because it's like they'll show up on like sometimes like the bottom of like who sees my story and like <clears throat> I don't check it all the time but like sometimes I like go, see I'm just curious you know what I mean yeah so I'll go and I'll be like who's this person and I like will notice that they've seen it more than like once or whatever and I'll click and it's like person not found and I was like whose hmm. are these accounts of people and they're like allegedly like real people like you know like they have like I go on like other people or I'll ask other people like can you go on their account and like see who they follow so it's like obviously like there's other people I don't know I have no idea I I don't try to overthink it but it is interesting that like people are watching my shit and they're blocking me so it doesn't look like I can see it I can see that you saw it I just can't click on your profile just so you know well that's the thing is like the reason is it's like Honestly, I don't want to seem crazy in this situation. A sneaky dude was being sneaky and trying to, like, hide his story by blocking me. And then I swear to God, he was blocking the other girl, too. Just I think he was doing an extra measure because there's no way she blocked me on her own accord. Because how does she know about me? Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I... I don't know, girl. I know that some people do the trick where they, like, go and they block everybody's following so they can see who is a new person that they follow. 
So it's like if you're if you're talking to a oh, dude, no. they'll go on they Whoa, blog. Yeah. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw this one on TikTok. This is how you know I'm on the wrong side of TikTok. Okay. I'm on the paranoid TikTok. Let me girl. hear this. Okay. okay. Okay, so so they basically this one on TikTok said you go and you block every single person that they follow. So if they get like a new follower, you know who it is. Isn't that sick? Like it's brilliant, but it's also wow. sick. Wow. Like okay, if, I'm so like if you're at that point, wow, of not trusting, like that's not your person. I and I mean that <laughs> from one crazy girl to another, uh, that's not your person, babes. I mean, we have both gotten the "Did you meet this? Where did you meet this person? How did he get your at uh, on social media?" I think yeah, that's the to hey both. girlies. Yeah. yeah, it's really sad. It was really sad. Like, where did he say he was? Because he was at the club, girl. And then I'm like, girl, I give my Instagram out to, like, everybody. I have no idea who your man is. <laughs> I mean, the Instagram's the new cell phone number, you know? It's the new Snapchat. Like, we don't have Snapchat. You can hit me on Insta. You could be a, you could be a follower, whatever. Yeah, like, You know that. what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, fans seeing you here. Yeah, sometimes you do show up at people's uh where they're gonna be. Sometimes you know that people are gonna be there, like when you have an ex and you haven't seen them in a while and you know that they're gonna be there. There's just certain actions that you take. And For it's sure. a little bit orchestrated because you obviously have a plan with your friends. You're like talking to your friends, you're like, So I'm gonna wear. Who is he coming with? Does he have a girlfriend? Is she going to be there? Like, you know, you just, like, need to know those facts, those informations. Then you show up acting like you didn't know any of this information prior to seeing them there. But you're in full glam. You're, like, sorority level four prep day. And you're like, I didn't even know you were going to be here. (laughs) Dude, honestly, I feel like that's, like, emotional preparation more than anything, you know? Like, you have to, like like deep breathe and like be ready for the meeting the new girl situation and you just have to be on your like I feel like you have to like put your best foot forward so you can just move on in the night so that you don't have to like worry about oh my god like I can't believe that's I I look like this right now like you just want to be put your best foot forward so then you can just move on and have a good night it is a surreal experience to me a new significant other mostly if somebody you dated for a while I think that's Mm -hmm. like the tell Beal whether you still have feelings for them or not like if it bothers you seeing them with somebody else like unresolved I think it's always weird to see someone with someone new and like see that they act the same like you know like it's like oh shit I'm not special this is how you act when you're with anyone you know and it's like oh of course that's <laughs> this that, isn't real like, this isn't real that might seem obvious, but I feel like until you've experienced it, I feel like you don't realize that. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, I feel like you think that you're special and this is how this person acts just with you. And then you see them with a new person and you're like, oh, that's just how they act when they have a girlfriend. Well, I'm going to go fuck myself now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we just go fucking die. We had nothing. Literally, we just didn't have anything, like, special. I don't know. But it's, it's just like that's just how people are in relationships. Yeah, you're still you're still special, baby. I know, you're still special. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, there's other things that, that are setups with your friends. That uh, personally, I love love, 
And for some reason, I used to love trying to set up my friends. Like I had a running joke with one of my friend groups when I went to like Vegas for my birthday. I was like, what if like two, like these two people, I was like, you guys should get married for my birthday. Like that's what I want for my birthday. I want you guys to get married. <laughs> like, how delusional. Like, <laughs> like they weren't even together. Like they didn't even talk. <laughs> but I was like, I just think like you two are so compatible. Like this would be a great thing. Like she kind of pushes people away and like he will love her forever. And like, I feel like this will work. <laughs> um, and that just seems like really sweet and really fun until you realize like it's not. And like then those people break up and everything like turns into shambles. Yeah, I've done that a couple times, actually. I did that with another friend, and then this man ended up, like, royally cheating on her. Ooh. And I was like, oh, well, maybe I should not have tried to orchestrate that meetup. <laughs> I like to do that with strangers so that I can kind of, like, blame ignorance if something goes bad. Uh, like, I hate when, like, I mean, even when you're, like, homeboy, does your homegirl dirty, and you're like, well, I can't be friends with him. And I have to be like to her, like, ooh, I hope that me being friends with him didn't vouch for his character because I didn't really know him like that. My bad. So I always like to set my friends up, though, and be a wing woman. And honestly, yeah, both with both with all types of genders. Like, I love, like, trying to help out a dude build confidence so that he can go to a girl at a bar. And I love telling a girl to fucking go after whatever guy in the bar she wants to go after and just hyping them up. Like, that's how I like to orchestrate it. It's like, I'm like, oh, dude, well, I'm going to manifest this man for you. You know, friend with friend, I'm done with that. Mostly because I've been a victim of that, okay? Like, my my best friend set me up with, like, her boyfriend's best friend. It was great for, like, four years. Then we broke up, and then we had all the same friend group. You know, that went to the shitter real quick. And then, you know what the kicker is? Then the people that originally got you together make it. Like, they're getting married. And then they're like, oh, my God, be my maid of honor. And then I'm like, oh, chill. And then I think, who's going to be the best man? And then I think, who am I walking down the aisle with? <laughs> spooky. No, spooky. So it's all fun and games until it isn't. So, like, maybe don't turn up your friends just because, like, you don't want that on you. You know, you don't want to be walking with, like, your ex of, five years down the aisle thinking this could have been us <laughs> could it have been <laughs> no, no but like on. you know but like you know so it's crazy with other people though with strangers oh i'm all for it this past weekend i like went to a rave and i made a new friend um and they came up to me as i was like doing my thing and they were like oh i think this like guy is really cute out there and i was like which one like I, I'm ready to set this up however I need to do it I will get it done because honestly I feel like if you are down I don't know like I I honestly I haven't seen men turn down girls like as much as girls turn down guys so I feel like the level of success like the oh. Mm -hmm. the probability of success is really high you know and mostly like at a show so like I run up to this man that she like wants to get to know and I'm like when like I have my whip so I make myself like known you're know, like let's make Bernice a scene and I was like oh my god hi my name is blah, 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 blah. and then I was like and this is my friend blah 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 blah, blah. and I was like isn't she aren't they like blah, blah, blah. so I just start 
chit-chatting it up a storm. And then I like take myself out of the equation, like completely like 360. I'm gone. And then, you know, I come back. So I check on her. And then if they're talking and they're getting along now, me as a bestie duty is to mingle with his friends. So we all stay together. Mm. You know, bro shit. I'm, I, I'm on some bro shit. I'm like, all right, let me befriend these dudes that this guy is with. And then it uh, turns out all these men are from Slovakia. They can't speak a lick of fucking English. All right. So I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best to be like a cool girl, a girl's girl, trying to chat it up. Even these people I can't understand. And then one of them starts being kind of mean to me. He's like, I'm not like from what I understood from what he was saying, he was like, I'm not into like, you're my friend's type. And I was like, don't even bring that up because my friends with your friend. Okay. So shush, 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 shush. And then I was like, I don't like you like that. Like, I'm just here because my friend's here. Like, mm-hmm. get with it. And he think he was. So I was like, I like girls. I like girls only because he wouldn't leave me alone. So and after I said this, this man was all about me disgusting like men are vile okay and then, yeah. I, then i couldn't get then i couldn't get rid of this man oh, then i couldn't get rid of 20 minutes later he was buying me he was trying, trying to buy me drinks 20 minutes later he was like yeah so cute you're so cute and i was just like sir leave me alone we were fighting for what seemed like 30 minutes we could not understand this moment to save my life. but sometimes you gotta set it up with a friend okay now, did they end up together? No, he also ended up being a major creep. But, like, you know? You yeah, <laughs> creeps hang with creeps. Let me creeps tell you. Creeps hang with creeps. But you gotta, you know, you gotta shoot your shot. You gotta shoot your shot. And if, you're, if, if your friend needs you to be there for them, you're there for them. I have a running, like, mental note of what my friends are looking for in a man if I, like, find one in the wild. Now, has oh. it happened yet? No, but I got it. I got it going. I just got a little list, and I'm like, okay, okay. Found a guy that seems half decent. Let me set yeah. it up. I dream to set someone up of off of someone I meet in the wild. Have you ever been on a date and been like, this person would do really well with one of my friends? Mm, mm, no. Mm-mm. No, I've had no. that. So yeah, in New York, I've had that where I'm like, you know, I don't like this, but my friend Paulina would I, I, like 100%. And then sometimes I'd be like, Paulina, like you want this man? Like I went on a date with him, but like, I think he's for you. And she's always like, no. And I'm like, but I swear to God, if you just had a conversation with him, you'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> like there's all my scraps, but I'm just redirecting the energy that like, this man scouted me. He didn't know. He didn't know you first. You know what I mean. Sometimes I think about that. It's like, could this person be better with another fitted person? I think that's fair. Yeah, I think that is fair. I think that's good. Uh, I think maybe because um, the pickings haven't been picking. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. it's not even at this point. It's like, is if it's not good or it's not good enough, then it's not good enough for none of my friends. You know what I'm saying? So. Of course, yeah. What else have I, have you orchestrated or, you know, set up for the plot? I feel like sometimes I get into my, like, I am a Kardashian energy and I'm, like, setting up dinners. Like, I have a personal assistant. I'm like, I want, I go to, the, I'm like, I want this table. You know, you read a little, you read a review and, you're, and they say where the best seat is and you call and you're like, 
hi, I have a reservation for 6.30 and I want to buy this table. And then they're actually very accommodating. So I feel like I'm orchestrating. I feel like I ask for things more often than I used to a year ago because I think the Amex Platinum card has gone to my head. And so now I just ask for things and I'm like, I want the top floor. And they're like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, oh my God, look at that. I didn't think that was possible. I think that's happened to me the past three years. I've probably asked for something better and they just accommodate. Of course, I'm kind and an amazing tipper, but um, I've been orchestrating that a little bit. Okay. I, you know what? I, I'm all about, we, we say this all the time, making your own fate and mostly in things like you got to shoot your shot. Sometimes you got to put yourself in spaces of people that you want to meet. Let's say you're trying to get a job in music. Then you got to put yourself in rooms where those people are, you know what I mean? And that's pretty calculated and orchestrated, but that's just you maximizing your chances of opportunity. And that's just you being a go-getter in my opinion. Okay. Is it a little sketchy that you're like in somebody's bubble? Yeah. But I think if you're not creepy about it, all is fair and love and games. You got to be consistent. We all make choices. I don't think things happen on accident. So you will make the choice to be in a certain room um, with a group of people, like not off some like stalker vibes, but more off of like, you know, art gallery openings, places yeah. where people you want to be around are going to be around. That's not like manipulative. That's just like putting yourself in the best position to be where you need to be. All right. You want to meet yeah. a DJ? You got to go to the DJ booth or where DJs hang out. You know, you just got to make, come on, you have to have a plan. 100%. 100%. Have you, um, you know, sometimes have you ever been set up? Have you ever been in, put in situations where you're like, these people set me up? This has happened to me recently. This is a, I have been in a couple of situations where like, I think people know that if they say somebody's be there, I might recontemplate my attendance mm -hmm. and they don't tell me. And then I show up and I'm like, why is this person here that I wasn't planning on seeing? Or that person doesn't tell me that they're going to be there, even though after I asked if they were going. So I wasn't mentally prepared to see that person. And they show up and I was like, this person set me up. That's definitely happened to me for sure. Where it's like they forgot to tell me someone was going to show up. And I'm like, and they're like, it's fine. We're adults. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm immature and I don't want to be here. No, just joking. But yeah, no, I've definitely had that happen. Where people are just like, they like to leave out information to make sure that the life of the party shows up. Yeah. Or yeah, multiple people, multiple people leaving out information. I remember I showed up to this place and this dude, obviously like this dude's friend invited me. So I like knew like this person could be there or could not. I didn't ask. So I show up and then this person's there and he's like, my friend, my best friend didn't tell me you were going to be here. And I was like, sing that up with your bestie, bro. <laughs> invited me they might be trying to parent trap us or he might just say he has said fuck it we ball <laughs> yeah i think it's that situation i think they just like like fuck it we don't need to like we want everyone to be there hence why they invited you and so they won't tell you information that they think will deter you from being there yeah people That's are setting, up, I know, people are, <laughs> people are setting other people up all the time too you know yeah, that's that's kind of true. That's why, that's like, you sh true. shouldn't feel bad if you are setting situations up because people are setting you up. You just don't know it. Oof, I don't like that. I want to be in on it, okay? So if you are ever trying to set me up, just, like, let me know so I can mentally prepare myself because I need, like, 
And you're like, at least five minutes of like, Ooh. you ever show up in a situation you weren't prepared for? And you're like, you run. Like your first instinct is like actually to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, for sure, dude. <laughs> That's why. And then you're like, I, I'm literally already here. <laughs> Bro, I fucking, I mean, I'm the type of person to literally leave. I'm, I, I'm going to be like, I'm not going to be in the, I'm not going to be here today. I just wasn't mentally prepared for this. Uh, you know, we'll recharge. Maybe I'll come back. I'll, maybe I'll go to another party, then come back after I've kind of centered myself, you know, like sometimes I'm like, I'll meet y'all at the afters because I, I just, I didn't know this was the situation. You know, mine is 50, 50, because sometimes I'm like, I, you saved me like the mental Mm. cartwheels I was gonna do for the situation for like maybe an hour to five minutes I just have to deal with it as I'm there and sometimes I'm grateful for that not all the time like sometimes I do like to be mentally prepared but one time I did show up and I was like pretty drunk and I have an alter ego her name is Natalie and she only comes out when like it's my survival mode okay yeah. so this is how like Bernice's little kitty and she, like, doesn't put up with bullshit. Like, she kind of, like, sets me up to win. I think that's just, like, me being my core self plus, like, a little feisty. And sometimes, like, when that happened to me recently, I was, like, thank God, like, she dealt with that. Because yeah, the disassociation. <laughs> Somebody else has Somebody to Somebody else it. took over the situation entirely. Thank God. People are running their own plots, so sometimes you have to expect the unexpected. Uh, you know, yeah. But if you get thrown into a situation, I say vibe it out. I, you yeah. just have to have fun with it sometimes. Like, if you're orchestrating things for the plot, also, like, not everything's going to go as planned. You can plan for a situation so many different ways. They rarely go as planned like, for me. Really? I feel like things don't go as, like, if things went as planned, I would be, like, ruler of the universe, right? But things just fall apart. Well, not to a T. Not to a T. But, like, I think if you're, like, setting yourself up to win, the cards eventually, like, there's no way you can't lose if you're, like, acting right from, like, a good place. Like, let's start there. Like, if your setups are manipulative and crazy and bad intentions, it's probably not going to work out. Okay, but I think if like your plan for whatever comes from a good place and is like for the best out of the situation, even if it goes a little array, it's going to be okay. <laughs> we'll be okay, babes. We'll be okay. Okay. And if you go and you set up one of your homies and then they end up fighting and your whole friend group breaks up, I told you not to do that. Please. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in for this episode. We love having you here every week. If you can, it would really help us out a lot if you subscribe to um, our YouTube, our podcast. Make sure that you're following us on social media. You can find us at thanks the number for your concern. And I'm at LL Tutor. And I'm at Bernice IDSM. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.